0: Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the
1: creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity. But for what you are about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, damen und herren, from what was
1: once an inarticulate mass of lifeless
0: tissues. May I now present a cultured, sophisticated,
1: man-about-town. Hit it! (laughs) The (laughs) Sketch-O-Matic (laughs) Show.
0: Woo-shee! That's right. Back again. Sketch-O-Matic! Finally. Sketchy. A little late on this one, I won't deny it. I won't lie, this episode took a little bit more attention to detail conversation that went on for quite a bit, and I feel like, well, you know, in order to present it in a very fashionable way, it needs to be cut down, it needs to be polished off, it needs to be, you know, treated with uh, tender, loving care. Hence, putting me a little behind schedule on this episode. But we're finally here! Yeah. I would be your host, sketch. and this would be episode 14. 14. Bit of a switch up from the usual guests I've had on this podcast... I'm bringing on a special guest that is not in radio, but is an actress and a slash model. I mean, we talk about so much I could barely remember because I swear this podcast, when we recorded it, was probably around three and a half hours long. Wow! What I'm presenting to you today is a edited down version because, you know, it was just a lot of conversation talk that needed to be cut just for time purposes and the flow of the podcast, but no less is just as compelling. My special guest today has actually never done a podcast. This is her first time being featured and asked to be a guest on a podcast, so that's also very exciting to me. My special guest has acted in theater, has done film, uh, worked as a model doing shoots. She's very attractive and all that. In this podcast, you find out that she's actually really good at doing voiceovers and voices, meaning accents and impressions and whatnot. Might be another career path she takes. We'll see. Only time will tell. Without further ado, episode 14. 14. Let's dive in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Special
1: guest, actress, model, and soon-to-be voiceover, Mary Mary Emerson.
0: That's right. You heard her. I've had uh, mostly broadcasters and people in the radio industry on the show, but today I wanted to kind of remix it a little bit and make it more about other industries, if you will. And today's guest is an actress, model, and all-around excellent human being, in my opinion, because, well, I meet her as a barista, and then I learn that you're an actress, model, ladies and gentlemen, on the Sketch-O-Matic Show podcast, Mary amerson mary
1: hello thanks for having me
0: oh you're so little (laughs) get right up on that mic for me mary i'm five years old oh that's you're way too hot to be five years old let's face it ladies and gentlemen my friend mary amerson who i contently call mary olsen (laughs) Bree. Right. Because there is a very, and I know this is how we met, Mary, when I yeah. first went into Priscilla's, right? We can say Priscilla's. Shout out to Priscilla's.
1: Yes. Best coffee shop <laughs> in the world.
0: I mean, yeah. And do me a favor. Pull that mic right down onto you. Yeah. Because oh, it's, it's like. It's
1: inside my tonsil.
0: Yeah, whoa. <laughs> um, I'd like to say you're you're like a little friend of mine. I don't really know you that well. And this is why I wanted to have you on the podcast and talk about the, Not just about the, the coffee house, because you do get a lot of the famous industry walking in there. Right. I've seen a lot oh, yeah. of actors, directors there. It's interesting, and I know up-and-coming actors and models such as yourself, it's not easy, right? It's not easy to do this. I mean, you're you're juggling the, the job over at Priscilla's, yeah. but you're also trying to break into the, the film industry, the movie industry. Have you done... Tell us some of the, the, the projects you've worked on.
1: Well, it's so funny. I've done... So many projects, but none of them have seen the light of day.
0: <laughs> I've done a lot of production that's never seen the light yeah, of day. Yeah, it's but amazing. But you got to put in your hours, though.
1: Oh, definitely. And
0: is a lot of the stuff that you've done on your Instagram, like a lot of those shoots? No, or No, I don't
1: even see it. That's really? the funny thing. Like, I've been acting in movies since I was 14 and I haven't seen anything. So I'm like, what do I look like on camera? I don't wow.
0: know. <laughs> you haven't seen yourself on the actual movie camera, like no. on a screen, but you've done projects. Well, you're in your 20s, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So it's not that long. You've been really acting too long, right?
1: Well, I've been acting like in theater, theater since actor. I was seven. Really? But in movies since I was 14.
0: Now, is any, uh, I always ask this of so my guests, any of your family, In entertainment broadcasting is any of your family in acting play theater any of that No,
1: my dad was in the navy and maybe before that or in the navy i don't know Mm. um he did like a production of something so he
0: he has a little yeah little bit what about moms
1: (laughs) no my mom is wonderful but she isn't in theater or anything
0: what do they do besides what do they do for a living
1: my mom is a college professor, and my dad owned his own driver's education business.
0: Goddamn. That's <laughs> dope. It has nothing to do with entertainment. No. So what <laughs> roads led you to acting when you were growing up? Mm-hmm. What drew you to the whole, I want to be an actress? What was it?
1: So when I was three, mm-hmm. my family took a trip with our extended family to like Canada on a houseboat or something, um, and my older sister and my older cousin went downstairs to go watch Titanic and I wanted to be one of the cool kids so I was like I want to go and I'm three and Aww. so I d- I know little baby my hurry. okay and so we're like on the bed watching Titanic and I'm squished right in the middle and I remember two things very vividly number one my sister was like oh I'm so thirsty my cousin was like just drink your spit and she was like okay <laughs> that stuck
0: <She laughs> liked the yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
1: Number two, I was like, oh my gosh, who is this girl on the screen? Kate Winslet. And Kate Winslet. Yeah, and yeah. everybody was like, mm, Leonardo Cabrio, he's so beautiful. And I'm like, yes, he is. He's but the other beautiful also, girl.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But I was like, this girl is fantastic. Like, yeah. what is she doing? Like, how does she have everybody's attention? Like, this guy just got on the boat and is obsessed he's with like, her. hypnotized. Yeah, right. like, who is she? Right. And my sister was like... She's an actress. And I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. And she's like, well, you're not going to be on the boat in the fancy clothes. Yeah, and I was like, that boat no, sank. no, no, <laughs> Yeah, that boat sank. I was like, no, I don't want to be on a doorframe like waiting in the Atlantic Ocean. Like, I want to do that. I'm you want to be, be an
0: actress. Be,
1: I want to be on different screens with different people in different outfits. Mm. And I was three. And I've just always and wanted that, it ever that since That was been. your
0: first you can vividly remember it being your first introduction to what an yeah. actress and you understood it somehow you under you like even at that three-year-old brain capacity yeah you were like person woman i'm a girl <laughs> she's on the screen i want to be on the screen yeah. kind of thing that's how you interpreted, it and that's and ever since then it stayed yeah, and you stuck tough. with it. And yeah. what your parents got you into acting classes. You know when you did plays in school and whatnot. I
1: bugged them. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, uh, my personality is just like so loud and huge. They were like, "Okay, we need to put you somewhere because like <laughs> you're you're right in my ear. You got to go somewhere." Really? So I did sports. Um,
0: what sports?
1: I did softball. You look like a ballerina. Thank you. You have
0: that look like you could be on like, you know, one of those ballet movies or like Black, was it Black Swan? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have that appeal to you. And then there's also uh, another digression. (laughs) I was thinking about you. I was like, man, you know, I feel, and this isn't like a, a knock at all, but I feel because of like your fair complexion, right? And your thin build, your structure, even your facial structure. I feel like if they remade Popeye. With olive oil You could play olive oil Like you Uh, Yeah Well you could be Popeye too But you're way too pretty No I mean You know who olive oil is I'm pretty jacked I I, mm, (laughs) You are kind of jacked though I'm not gonna lie For as as thin as you are I'm like a wafer over here You know I'm like a giraffe Um,
1: Oh my gosh not at all Yeah I
0: have like the head of a dodo bird And the body of a giraffe It's like macabre I've
1: always said I look like a dodo bird Oh
0: I look like a dodo I look like like, From the (laughs) side I totally have the dodo bird look National Geographic style. It's terrible, but I was gonna say you do have the like. You could totally rock the olive oil look, though, and you, you could rock like a a young Winona Ryder look. You know what I mean? Oh like my gosh. when she was like on Beetlejuice. But you're so young for these movies. <gasps> you're like you. a child. Oh, you're like a baby. I don't even think you were born when Beetlejuice was made. <laughs> it would be what's known as like mid-Atlantic, like 1940s type of character. Ooh. Like you look like you kind of got beamed in from that era. You know who looks like that is Jillian Anderson. I think that's her name oh, from X yeah, Files. From X-Files. Right? She has that like 1930s look. Even the she's young gorgeous. lady Danica Lopez, who I introduced you to mm-hmm. from Alt 987, she always she looks like she's out of that 1930s 40s. She has that look. I don't know what it is. You kind of have that look too. It's Thank a very you. classic type of beauty. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you. Um, anyways, sorry. Wow. Let me you continue.
1: me to Winona. Yeah, oh, Winona. As, as long as
0: you don't steal anything. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here till they fire me. Is this thing on? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So let's go to where you were. Where are you from? Okay, so this accent, it's so adorable, but what oh, is it? Where is you. this twang I'm picking up on?
1: North Carolina. Oh.
0: <laughs> what it's part? Southern What Southern North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well,
1: all of North Carolina is Southern.
0: It is? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's weird to say a Southern accent from North Carolina. I know. Right.
1: Everybody thinks that, but like, if you go there, it is Oh, Southern! I lived
0: in Miami in Florida for a while, and yeah. I remember a lot of people had country accents out there, and I was like, "What's going on yeah, here?" Yeah, you don't
1: expect it because it's like a big city. It it's is Miami, but yeah, and then, got some. And if you're on cocaine, it's,
0: it's my oh. jammy. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So you're growing up in North Carolina. You see Titanic in North Carolina. In Canada. Oh, oh in Canada. On a on a <laughs> on, trip.
1: On a houseboat in a, Canada.
0: That's ironic. Were you worried about the boat <laughs> sinking, the houseboat sinking after you saw the movie?
1: You know, my mind was able to grasp like the idea of an actress, but not the idea that we were on a boat.
0: Do you have an innate fear yes. of boats now?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You do? Okay. Well, also... So you asked me where I'm from in North Carolina. Yeah. I'm from the beach. What, um, what
0: what beach is there? Is there What's
1: Morehead it City?
0: Is this spelled M O R E H E A D? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it would be different. If it was M O O R. Right. Then it's like More Park, you know, or something. Right. Strange. Right. Okay. Did you get? Is there a lot of? There's a lot of innuendos in that name.
1: Yeah, but they don't really capitalize on it, which they I don't? feel like they should. They should. It's hilarious. You would wear that shirt. Yeah.
0: Oh, I just came back from Moorhead. It's yeah. just like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God.
1: Well, also they call that the inner outer banks because there's like the outer banks and mm-hmm. then there's the inner outer banks. So.
0: Would you ever do stand-up comedy?
1: I have stage fright. I don't think I could get up there and be like 100% Mary. I think mm. I'd be like 25% merry, 75% terrified.
0: It's interesting that you say that, though, that you have stage fright mm-hmm. being an actress and you yeah. were on, in plays on yeah. stage. Is acting in front of a camera totally different, different from yeah. the crowd?
1: Totally different.
0: And explain. Walk me through okay. the difference in your so mind. So
1: many differences. Go ahead. To me, like the camera is so intimate like you know the saying like make love to the camera
0: which i'm sure you do easily <laughs>
1: every night.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I just can't help it. I have to like, you know, schmooze my way in with a compliment every. I, it's just part of who it's in my DNA, just like we you with acting, Kate Winslet. Oh. Trust me, but when I saw Kate Winslet, I was like, who's that? In a whole <laughs> different way though. I was like, oh my god, who's that? Who's that? But I was like Well,
1: I did think that about Leonardo DiCaprio. Right? I did too.
0: <laughs> I called him Leonardo di Cappuccino. Yeah. See, that'd wow. be a good drink to have it at, at Priscilla's. To Leonardo di Cappuccino. <laughs> Come on now. The king of the world! We're sitting on a bankroll right here. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let me. Pitch Who's it. the guy who runs Priscilla's or the the bosses? Can we shout him out?
1: Mark and Shannon. Mark.
0: I always wondered who were in charge. Yeah. Is it, Mark, is it that one guy with the baseball cap, the older gentleman that comes out and he's like, "What do you want, young man?" <laughs> and I'm all, yeah. <laughs> "I was like, I want to order from Mary." Sorry. Aww. Mm, I do. Okay. So Mark and Shannon uh-huh. and and the the Leonardo DiCapuccino. Yes. Um, let's get back into oh the the acting on stage. differentiate and walk us through. So you make love to the camera. Mm -hmm. with your Because
1: you can be so subtle Mm. on camera. And you're not yourself
0: either. You're acting as someone else. You're not Mary.
1: Exactly. And like you and I are sitting very close right now. That's what I'm talking
0: about. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. ahead. No, we're really not. I'm kind of far away. So yeah, we're (laughs) sitting close together.
1: Like you can see my facial expressions. And the camera's even closer to that. But I would be like, reacting off of you now if i'm talking to an audience or whatever i'm gonna have to ham it up about like times 10 and Mm. that's just not real like Mm. you can't actually feel it and be in the moment when you're trying to
0: what if you're in a scene like let's say hypothetically you and i are on stage in a scene Mm -hmm. where you're feeding off my energy even though it's in front of the crowd you know i'm like what do you mean You went out with Jack You were with him Let's do a scene Let's do a scene Okay Yeah alright You ready So okay. you are with Jack And you never told me
1: You didn't ask
0: I, Why should I Do I have to
1: I didn't realize That we were exclusive You never told me
0: I guess that explains You ghosting me
1: Well You hop from my bed To her bed To her bed And you're asking me About my relationship Ooh, She
0: <laughs> And cut <laughs> Oh wait They don't say cut In plays, right They don't do that
1: And Curtin.
0: And Curtin. I thought you were going to say Kurt. (laughs) I know Kurt. Um, Cobain?
1: Mm, I'd love to know him.
0: That's true. I know. Imagine if he was still around. The knowledge he had. And if he was sober now. Imagine. Like all the knowledge that we can get. I always think about that from artists that pass away. I'm like, man, it's like all that knowledge is just gone.
1: Okay. You get. Ten minutes in a room with an artist that's passed away. Who is it?
0: Ooh, I, you reversed the podcast on me. That's a good question right there. I'm going to have to write that down and use it in the future. If, if that's okay with you, Miss Mary. I want royalties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Ten minutes in a room. That, uh, pff, well, it could be any. So it doesn't anybody. have to be an artist, right? Right. It could be I'd anybody. I'd Steve Jobs. I'd oh wanna, my I'd gosh, I forgot brain. he... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd okay, what would
1: you do brain. for ten minutes?
0: I mean, I'd just... I'd ask him like all these questions about like what he had to go through. What was like the obstacles that he had to go through to get where to get this fucking thing made. What we're holding now, which essentially is the reason I started this podcast is because I got the iPhone 13, which I know I'm way behind now because 14 is out. I
1: mean, I have 12. So, (laughs) right. I went from a
0: seven to a 13. I I, like time traveled in terms of iPhones, but because I got the new iPhone 13 I, it came with all these subscriptions and one of them was Spotify. So I was like, you know what? I never listened to Joe Rogan. I never listened to podcasts I, I'm because I'm in radio and I always mm-hmm. felt like there's a difference between podcasters and broadcasters. There's a difference. Ooh. Just like acting in, on TV and in movies, it's different. You're still acting, but there's a different level and pedigree of acting in a movie as opposed to a TV show, right? right. Even though there's still the same objective of acting, just like broadcasting and podcasting is to... Essentially have a conversation, entertain the public. But when you're broadcasting, you have radio experience and you're doing shit like, oh, speaking of which, oh, by the way, segue into this. That's radio skills. Podcasters, a lot of them don't have that. And I'm not knocking them because that's what podcast is. It's just a conversation. But I can't do a podcast with just a con- I have to enter, like you mentioned, you're Kirk. You're literally go- doing one right I'm now. I'm doing a radio show podcast. You know? I'm doing like a radio cast. Kind of and thing. you're doing
1: a fantastic job. I love
0: it. Well, I try to like bring uh, a different version of it as opposed to just a conversation. I always enter sound effects. You've heard it. You heard yeah. it with Liz. Like I'll pull, yeah. you you mentioned Kurt Cobain. We're gonna have to play a Kurt Cobain track. <gasps> you know, you got to okay. all these little things. Oh, here we go. So you asked me about mm-hmm. Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'd ask him the idea of the iPhone, like an iPod. Where did it come from? I mean, I know that he got the idea for the iPod and iTunes from Napster. Sean Fanning, who invented Napster, because it was so illegal and it was so ahead of its time. And it got, you know, what's his name? Lars from Metallica brought it to a close. But Steve Jobs saw an idea that could turn into something that could benefit everybody. How the fuck did you come I up with that idea, Steve that. Jobs? You know what I mean? I'd want to ask him that. And I'd be like, you know, you smoke weed, Steve? Let's, let's smoke yeah. a bowl right now. Yeah. Let's smoke a bowl on the podcast, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? If you could get into a room with any celebrity past
1: Brittany Murphy.
0: Oh, oh, Brittany Murphy. I loved her. She was so adorable. Yeah. There was a documentary that came out Yo, on. Yeah. Did you see
1: that? Oh, multiple times.
0: Yeah, of course. You see it multiple times. <laughs> that's dope, though.
1: I'm a rewatcher.
0: Okay, so you're a rewatcher and Brittany Murphy. What would you ask her? How did you die? What the no. fuck?
1: No. Oh, that's a great question.
0: I know. You're the one who invented it.
1: Thank you. Good job, Mary. <laughs> yeah. No, Thanks, Mary. Kidding.
0: There's a song by Freestyle Fellowship from the 90s. And it was like, it, they're talking about weed, and it goes, Mary. And I was like, I'm going to play that when Mary's on. Is
1: that my walk-up song? Yeah, it's, It could be. <laughs> it's probably just going
0: to be inserted as a clip, but I like just as a sounder. Mm-hmm. Mary. It's dope. What's me doing it is terrible. It great. But when you hear the actual clip of the song, it's dope. It's some 90s shit. 90s hip-hop. But anyways. I'm um, gonna
1: record you doing that and set it as my ringtone.
0: Oh, then, and then... Matt and Shannon would be like, what the fuck is this? What are you playing? Oh, is it that guy Sketch calling you again? Oh, that caramel VCR guy. What is that guy? VCR. I didn't invent that, by the way.
1: So should I name it the Sketch?
0: I mean, you could. God, that sounded really dope the way you said it right now.
1: The Sketch-o-matic show podcast.
0: Just because you did that right now, you ever thought about doing voiceover? I
1: would love to. Have you done any
0: in your no, acting career? No, I don't career? even know
1: how to get into that, but that would be so fun.
0: All right. I'm glad you said that because I do want to use you for some voiceover stuff for my my guy, my guy other job called, uh, it's for a website called Chase Cuts. And it's a uh, imaging... Who's
1: Chase and why are we cutting him?
0: His name's Eric Chase. Shout out to Eric Chase. And he's a Whoop. production guy like me, uh, but he's like the Wizard of Oz when it comes to that. And he's like a production guru right of the east coast he's in tampa florida we want i want to get some listener audio from you you can act like a listener oh my god i listen every day you know that kind of stuff (gasps)
1: this is my favorite show
0: you are very bubbly you're very effervescent as they say and that's why i was like is she always like that Mm -hmm. do you get mad and what makes you mad
1: when i'm working with anybody at the store on set anywhere I get really mad at laziness.
0: Right. Complacency.
1: Yeah. Well, because if you're doing nothing, that means the person that you're working with is doing double. Right. And that's lame. Yeah, It's always a ripple effect. We all only have 24 hours in the day. Right. And we all have things we want to do. So why are your 24 hours more important than theirs?
0: Have you gone off on anybody on set?
1: No. I don't really go off on people. Mm. I just kind of keep it in,
0: which is not healthy.
1: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> but you could talk about it here, Mary. You could talk about it here. It's like therapy.
1: All right. Here's the cork. Perfect. Look
0: at you adding in sound effects now. Hey. You're picking up on this podcasting thing. <laughs> and you said you'd never done podcast. You've never done a podcast no, before.
1: this is popping my podcast, Harry.
0: Another sound effect.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah,
0: no, hey. What an honor. My pleasure. I never thought it would be me of all people. I mean, considering. I can only imagine how many... Now, oh, speaking of that, in regards to working at Priscilla's trying to break into the industry, do you get a lot of guys like me trying to offer you shit? I mean, look, I actually that follow through. That is so sweet. Yeah, Thank you. I follow through. But I'm not... I'm trying to promise you a part. I'm just like, hey, I want to interview for the podcast. You know, there's no secret agenda you know what i mean there's no hidden plan behind it it's just like dude i need content you're a good person i'd like to interview you well, That's this is it. so fun yeah. thank, thank you for inviting me by the way. i was surprised you hadn't done a podcast i mean i just figured you know of all things you'd at least be doing that besides the acting you know just <laughs> considering it's part of the entertainment world now yeah, it's, everybody has true. a podcast but yeah do you get a lot of dudes trying to holler at you and, and, and promise you things. Like, oh, I can get you apart. I can get you. And then they're just really trying to date you.
1: Not trying to get me apart. Mm. The demographic that hits on me at Priscilla's is 60 and over. And what? they're not trying to offer me anything. They're just trying to touch me. Touch you? Physically touch and me. And do they? Yeah. There was How? one dude who I was wearing a tank top one day. And he thought it would be really funny to stick a dollar down my bra. And when I backed away, cause I was in shock, like that doesn't happen every day. So I, I just was like, uh, he took that as, Oh, I didn't get the joke. Let me do it again. No. And so he did it no. twice. And that's all I had to say. I was just like, No. What the fuck? And then I walked away and nobody saw it. Nobody
0: said anything. Nobody saw it.
1: Nobody saw it, which is amazing because there was a line out the
0: door. Of course, because everybody's looking at their fucking phones. Yeah, absolutely. How long you worked there?
1: Coming up on five years, actually. Yeah.
0: What if, like, you never got into acting? You know, you never saw Kate Winslet in Titanic. You didn't work at Priscilla's. What would you be doing? Like, what other career paths do you think you might have gone down? Okay.
1: Well, I love this question. Yeah. I've never been asked this before, actually. So I love this question. Okay. Well, okay. So I always wanted to be an actress, but technically my modeling career took off first. So I think, is is this like... A cop-out answer. If I say if I wasn't an actress, I'd still probably be doing modeling.
0: What if either or? Like, let's say there was no modeling, no acting in your orbit. You had no interest in it. What do you think you'd be like a teacher? No. You know, like, uh, she's she's vehemently. She was like, no. "No." (laughs) (laughs) Negative.
1: No, no. (laughs) That's
0: a a hard no on that. I do
1: love fashion. So Ah. maybe... Maybe like a designer. Yeah, I could see if that. If I went to school to do like designer or something, yeah. that would be very cool.
0: Yeah, I could see that. That's cool. But then
1: again, I'd want to be the one walking the runway. So catch mm. 22. Okay. If nothing, if I did nothing, No
0: industry entertainment. No
1: industry anything.
0: We're talking about a regular boring job.
1: Okay. I would own a farm. Oh. And on this farm, there would be lavender. And I would be one of those people that's like selling their lavender soaps and stuff candles and also like you can come pet my animals for like 20 bucks like you can just hang out with them petting zoo yeah but like they would be my animals i wouldn't treat them like a petting zoo
0: right no i hear you they'd be be loved loved. and cared for right it'd be family furry family yeah but still like you could come you could come hang out with the fam the furry fam for 20 bucks Absolutely. Is there any <laughs> random talent, Miss Mary, oh, that you have that nobody would expect? You know, you're double-jointed or uh, you can...
1: My back used to be double-jointed. Mm. It's not anymore mm. because I have a personal trainer who like, worked really hard to get my back to look like a normal person. But I used to be able to look like a centaur.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. like Almost like Cirque du Soleil. Like, you could bend yeah. over backwards, like, literally? I'm
1: really, really flexible, but also I haven't tested that in a while since my personal trainer. Mm-hmm. But it's because of my back.
0: Can you bend over, like, backwards? Yeah. yeah. Like, like the, the Exorcist? Bridge? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of freaky, but hot. It's just oh my freaky. God. It is freaky. It's a fr- <laughs> when the Exorcist does it, it's freaky. Yeah. I don't even like watching that like movie. Like the Matrix? Yeah. I
1: could do that.
0: What about, like, you could do the splits and all that?
1: No, only my back is.
0: Your back is the most flexible part of you. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Well, I can't do the splits, but I've also never really tried. Like, I think that's a thing where you start young. Right. And you, like, learn how right, to train right. your body to do that. Not me.
0: Yeah, me neither. And then I was going to ask you what you're watching on television and shit. Like, you know, I just started watching on Netflix. This is season four now. But Bill Pullman's in the show called The Sinner. Right. Bill Pullman was Independence Ooh, Day. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Yeah, yeah. So, it's up to the fourth season. I've, all, I've watched all the seasons, but during that time, I was drinking quite heavily Stella beer. So, I, most of it's a blur. I don't remember what any of the topics were or the, the plots were, other than Jessica Biel being in it. Yeah. Um, and it was good. It was just good. I know I liked it. But I just, I was like, man, I don't really remember what the fuck happened. Oh, that's right. That's when you were drinking a lot. So, I started watching the new season. And it is fucking fantastic. What's that show about? It's it's a, well, Bill Pullman's a detective. In this season, he's retired about almost a year. They go out to this like island to go get away from the city. He's starting his retirement, but he's neurotic. He he's one of these detectives that's got to solve the fucking case. And most of them involved younger people like yourself. You know what it is about him? His demeanor in in this show. He acts very. He's like very calm. Right? Because he's older. He's been in the game for 40 years, his character. But he also looks uncomfortable at the same time. Oh. Like, uncomfort- his character, like, he's analyzing you to see if you're lying. But at the same time, he's very nice. He's very gentle. It's the eyes. He has yeah. those,
1: like, kind,
0: welcoming yes. eyes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So do you. <laughs> Yours are like lamps, though. They're real bright and big. <laughs> you're like, oh, my God, there's Mary. It's like a spotlight, but two of them. Um, So what are you into right now?
1: I like horror movies and I like 80s coming of age movies and 90s and early 2000s. It stops at 2006. I don't really like anything after that. Really? Yeah. But like the dumb, goofy, parody coming of age movies.
0: Give me an example.
1: Scream. Oh, what's that one with Freddie Prince Jr.? She's all that. Lady Boggs, get your cute butt down here. And then, like, the parody. What um, about, like, uh, non-other Clueless? TV. Clueless. Yeah. Absolutely. Ugh, <laughs> oh, as if. John Hughes, anything John right. Hughes. Right, Breakfast Club, all that stuff, yes. right?
0: Sincerely yours. The Breakfast
1: Club. I guess you would call them cult classics right. or whatever
0: there's a lesson in those John Hughes movies. You know what I mean? Like there was something magical about his. Yeah. You can remake them, but it's not going to have the same impact and magic.
1: Because he really knew how to write his yeah. characters in a way that you resonated with right. them.
0: But going back to acting, mm-hmm. being a struggling actress, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Like your end game? What are you trying? What level are you trying to get to?
1: Um, I don't think I'm trying to get to a level, right? I just want to do roles that make me, feel good
0: and what roles have you gotten
1: well i'm weird so i like doing like alien roles and haunted roles that's like the stuff that i like so i love being the girl that's being chased by the thing but also i love being the thing i don't know i like boys i want to be in anything with boys now
0: would you play a boy Sure. You know what I mean? I
1: think media would come for me if of I did. <laughs> I don't know. But Maybe yeah. I think we're kind like, of getting past it. like in a fun it. way, like yeah. she's the man. Yeah.
0: Maybe switch love- role like, Okay, you know. you know
1: what? I'm going to change my answer to um, Go ahead. what do I want to do? Anything that Amanda Bynes did. I want her career.
0: Explain who Amanda Bynes is for all 10 people who may not know who Amanda Bynes is.
1: She was in What I Like About You. She was in She's a Man. Sydney White.
0: Ah, uh, yes. I know Amanda Bynes.
1: I, she's been in everything. Also, Lindsay Lohan.
0: Oh, man. Lindsay's up. Also,
1: Mary Kate and Ashley. Like, yeah. let me just list to you all my Go ahead. inspiration. Please. Like, I want their careers.
0: Well, you already, <laughs> now, you already look like <laughs> when I said when we met and I was like, Allison Bree, I mean, how many times have you gotten that? Are you a fan of hers? Do you like her yeah, work? Yeah, I
1: like Alison yeah. Bree. And dope. I'm very complimented when people say that, but also, I'm my own person. I
0: know, but you do. <laughs> There's such a strong resemblance.
1: Yeah, I get that multiple times a day, every day. So, like, it is it is very flattering. Right. So, thank you for saying that. Yeah, of like, it is a huge compliment. I love her.
0: Not because, just because I know you. I-, I liked her before I even knew you existed. So, <laughs> but then I went home. Remember, I said I went home and a few weeks, maybe months passed. I'd moved to Burbank. And I was watching Disney Plus one day. I was watching Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Olsen came on. And I was like, she looks like, Mary wow. looks like her too. Do you, Now, have you. you gotten that too? Never. You do. There's, especially in the Doctor Strange Thank Avengers you. movie, there's this very strong uh, Elizabeth Olsen wow. look to me. So I've nicknamed you Mary Olsen Bree. That's, That's your, fine with me right?
1: because I'm so obsessed with the Olsen twins. They are a huge reason I... Am an actress too. Yeah. Like Kate Winslet was the first thing, but Mary Kate and Ashley like are the driving thing. Right. So to be compared to anybody with the last name Olson, right. is the biggest. Compliment. I have more <laughs> of
0: a, I guess, an affinity for for Elizabeth Olson now. Because she's not one of the twins. Mm -hmm. She's her own being.
1: She is. And she's
0: still an Olsen. Yeah. But it's like she's not wrapped up in all that bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like almost like a separate Kardashian, but (laughs) with acting skills. Help me understand this. Mm -hmm. With with getting a role, like regardless of how good it is or Mm -hmm. bad it is, cringy it is, whatever, what have you. How does it go from a production, a project in the works, money is being spent, people are getting paid, their catering is in motion. You know, and then it gets, it never comes out. Why? What happens? That Help is me understand that. That's a wonderful
1: that. question. Thank you. I don't get it either. Right. Like I told you, I haven't even seen my footage from that stuff. So does it just get like lost? Or on shelved? The it gets shelved, floor? yeah. Yeah, like what happens?
0: And you still get paid, right? S- Regardless. Oh,
1: sometimes yes, what? sometimes no. I go into things always being promised money, always being promised of a release, like right. always being promised at least some sort of footage that I can use as my reel or whatever. Nothing! I'm like, how is this possible? You're just one big scam. It
0: seems like it's almost like a scam, right? Yet, you're the one getting paid but then your work never comes out. Do you ever hear back from the company, the project, the the movie company or the film company? So I'm like,
1: what did you do with that footage? Right. But also, that's happened to me in modeling, too. Mm. I've had a couple different photographers, which is why I kind of took a step back from modeling Mm. because creepy photographers. Talk about it. They will get you mainly it's men obviously because i'm a girl whatever right. they'll get you alone in a room or just a you car two. with them uh-huh <gasps> it's mainly just the model and the photographer then that's when things get real weird that's when they're like you want to feel a little edgy like take your shirt off like do you want to do a lingerie shoot and you're like no not at all
0: let me ask you mary what it, let's let's dive into that a little deeper if you're okay with it if not yeah. we don't we don't have yeah. to uh but Deep dive. Walk me through your creepiest. You don't have to say his name or put put anything out there. Just oh, the, the worst shoot, the worst shoot that you ever had encountered. You almost felt okay. like I may have to defend myself or, or call someone to help.
1: Honestly, there's been a lot. So it's like. <sighs> That's which, sad
0: to hear, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, which one do I talk about?
0: Whatever the worst one is. The one that outweighs.
1: I'll say this one. Go ahead. I went over to this guy's house because most photographers out here when you don't have a modeling agent and you're just booking things on your own yeah.
0: you're your own manager you're agent. your own manager
1: most of your photographers are going to shoot you in studio like in home studio right. whatever right. it was supposed to be just like this fun little headshot shoot and then he was the one that's like let's turn it into a lingerie shoot and i was like no and then he was like well then just like and i'm like 20 at this point, so I haven't really found my voice yet. Like, I'm not really confident enough to stick up for myself alone in some dude's house. Right. Because I'm wearing a tank top. He's like, well, just bring your straps down so we'll get the appeal of right.
0: the tease. Yeah, right.
1: that you're topless or whatever. Right.
0: Oh, I see. And
1: I'm, so I'll bring my straps on whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he gets in real close and he starts talking really creepily. And then I never, ever, ever get those photos back. But he kept asking me on dates afterwards. And, and how old was he compared like to your
0: 20 years old at the time?
1: Mid thirties.
0: I guess that's not that bad.
1: Yeah, but. but it was, it was very creepy. But then there was another photographer who at the end of the session, we went out to eat. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know, but we did. And he told me he was in love with me, and asked me. And he was being like genuine. He asked me to be the mother of his children. <laughs>
0: Are you serious? And, and what? I how was do you like, respond oh to that? Gosh. What do you do? How does it? Where does the date go? Or even though you're not it officially, wasn't a date. but it, to him it was. To him I it guess was right. So. Yeah, because he got you where he wanted you, as far as getting you in the setting, and then he proposed to you. Essentially. Essentially. Did yes. he give you a ring?
1: No, because mm-hmm. I. It just happened so spur of the moment. Like we did a photo shoot, and then we went out to eat because, like. Right. It, it was a fun environment yeah, yeah. during the photo shoot. And like I said, I'm a people person. So I'll go out. Like, I'm social. I right. like to do things. But in my mind, I'm just going out doing things. We're not on a date.
0: Where did he take you? I'm curious.
1: BJ's Pizza. Oh, the name. And I paid.
0: Oh. Did he ever <laughs> like give it you the photos? was a date. Did he give you the photos? He
1: did end up giving me oh, the photos. He did. Okay. Yeah. But... It was creepy. Like, I've had so many experiences But like let's that. keep going
0: on the... On the he, so he proposes to you, essentially. He says, I want to be... I want you to be the mother of my children.
1: And he already had a kid at that
0: point. Was he married, too?
1: divorced i think
0: but fully divorced is separated
1: it, either divorced or baby mama situation Damn, i'm not quite wild. sure but he was like i want you to be the mother and just straight out said children. it
0: was he a little tipsy off the wine maybe or did he no he just went right no- in hot
1: also a very young i'm i was maybe 19 oh 20 God. again like this is when i was first out here in la so Let's talk about that real quick. Age. You
0: moved to LA from North Carolina, right? Yes. Direct. You didn't stop anywhere. You didn't move to Austin first and Vegas. None I of did that.
1: not Pasco. Did not collect $200. I just moved here.
0: You just moved here. And what made you want to move to acting? I
1: came out here for college. Oh. I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Dope. It's an acting conservatory. So it, for two years, we just like only did acting from like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. All day,
0: every day. Yeah. It's, it's it definitely really honing fun. your skills on yeah. that, right? And I mean... You know how to turn it on, on cue. Can you cry on cue? Yeah, I can get there. What do you think of? What brings you to crying? How? What do you think of a dog dying? Uh,
1: I don't think I think of anything. That's the thing. I think like, especially if I'm with my scene partner, because I will say it's way easier to cry with somebody. That's also crying
0: or crying to someone in the scene.
1: Either. It's way easier to do that than like when it's just you, close ups on camera, and there's like nobody else, and you're like, okay, cry. Gotta be hard. Yeah, it's way easier to react off of somebody.
0: But you don't think of anything. Nothing comes to mind that helps you get to the tear stage, or do you just keep your eyes open long enough to tear up? (laughs) I just
1: like open my eyes and look at the. Light. The light, this.
0: eyes pried no. open. No.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question that I'm gonna have to think of next time I cry and come back to you.
0: <laughs> I cry at like dog commercials that don't have any words in it. And if it's a song about if I go on TikTok and somebody made a video, a tribute about their dog, I'm I'm a wreck instantly. That's it's that's how I know if I got into acting, and they were like, Christian, we need you to cry on cue. I'd have to watch one of those videos. Or there's this one specific song. Uh, it's that Somewhere Over the Rainbow by that Hawaiian dude who sang in oh, Africa, yeah. Israel something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember when my dog was dying of stage 4 cancer I remember I used that song as a tribute to her and so every time I hear it, it always wrecks me. And I could be anywhere. I could be, I remember I had to DJ at a wedding with my buddy in Bakersfield and it was before the reception started and they, they, they had that song and a playlist started playing and I'm all splice, I have to go out to the parking lot. I can't hear the song. And he's like, and he knew, he knew immediately. He's like, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. It's so uh, kind of like debilitating because as soon as I hear it, it brings me to a, like a state of mind where I feel so sad about that dog, you know, I because mean, that dog was like my kid, you know? And, yeah. yeah. So, and I yeah. even got a tattoo of her. Yeah. <gasps> Lily.
1: She's adorable. Yeah. Springer Spaniel. See, oh my god! It's the detail
0: in the eyes that get me. Oh That's how her gosh. eyes really looked. And do you she,
1: think, like, when you look down, do you cry a little bit? I
0: sometimes, but I always feel like she's with me. Like, you know, I, and she's kind of looking up at me, and I'm—I put it on my left she's arm like, because I'm left-handed when I write. Oh, you know, and I have my mom up here. What are you, lefty or righty? Bothy. You're an ambidextrous.
1: Well, I have terrible handwriting in either, so it really doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to read it one way or another.
0: Do you write in cursive?
1: I write in squiggle squaggle. Squiggle squaggle? Yeah. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) You can't read it. It's... If writing could talk, that's what it would say. I like (laughs) it.
0: Okay. Now let's get back to... (laughs) In regards to acting and modeling, you said the pervy, the pervy shoot went Mm -hmm. crazy. Nothing since then, right? You haven't... No, always
1: since then. Every time... That's why I'm kind of taking a step back from modeling. Every
0: time you've done a modeling shoot, there's always some sort of weird pervy agenda behind it, you feel. Almost.
1: every time but most 99 percent. But that's
0: most that's let's yeah. round up you're a rounder yeah. upper let's round it up every yeah. single one well that's the sad. only
1: reason i'm saying that is because the last two dudes that i just shot with were very sweet and i don't want them to feel like right. i'm calling them a perv or whatever right. but excluding them every single one were they gay no,
0: no okay no yeah that's what i'm saying that's And yeah. you don't have to worry at all right yeah. <laughs> that's the best that's the best time like you're working with your girlfriends, you know? Right. And they're always well dressed. Never seen a bad dressed gay person in my life, ever. It's wild. They're like surgeons. They're clean. They're crisp. Always on point. Always in a good mood.
1: Fabulous. Yes. Sketch, you look great. I call myself a flamboyant gay guy trapped in a girl's body. Like, I talk like one. I, I, act like one like i walk around like cam from family guy really yeah i'm just like honey fabulous you know what's
0: crazy is i always feel like i'm like a chick in a dude's body because i have really? i like so many girly things like what well like i said like leggings and shit makeup like i like what girls do to make themselves yeah, and it's but, very, you like but it's not them sexual on a
1: girl because you like to look at their butt. not really no <laughs> not
0: really it's not even the booty and the boobs thing because that's a given on a woman's body it's always a given It's more of like a fetish. Mm -hmm. It's the act of a woman taking the time to do it. That's what turns me on. Knowing that the attention it's going to bring turns me on. That's like a thing. It's not, obviously it's the look. The look looks great because I know what's under there. (laughs) I've seen it before. Maybe not her specifically, but I know we all know what's there, what's doing, what you're working with. Mm -hmm. Ever since I was a young kid, I remember seeing my sisters have like ballerina friends and I was like, whoa, that's hot. You know what I mean?
1: the yeah. tights and the leotards yes oh my god it was fucking
0: incredible i was like whoever invented that deserves an award
1: when you were a kid were you like tutu or no tutu
0: um depends uh, depends on which one it is because some of them are really hot looking like the prima ballerinas that they, they they're more like swan lake looking but the ones that are all poofy it just right. looks ridiculous right. to me it's like very clown looking mm-hmm. it's not it's like for little girls that's different yeah. i'm talking about grown women ballerina adults that mm-hmm. are like like you That look like you, that are shaped, you know, tall, lanky, kind of... You know, that kind (laughs) of... That's my thing. Do you do any accents? I wanted to ask you this before we got into the leggings thing. Do you do any, like, besides your North Carolina twang?
1: not very well. Can
0: you do a British accent? I feel like... I can try,
1: but it's really not that good. Keep
0: going, keep going. I feel like working at Priscilla's, it's a very British name, Priscilla, sort of. But then I think of Elvis, but Priscilla... A spot of tea. Elvis Presley. Yeah, Elvis Priscilla Presley.
1: Priscilla Presley.
0: We don't say bath, we say bath. We're not animals. Keep going.
1: I used to like talk like this with my friends all the time. Wow. Like when we were in middle school, or what do you call it, primary school there or whatever. Like we used to talk like this the whole time and my mum would get so mad. That's good. But I haven't done this in a very long time. Yeah,
0: you're good at it though. You can you can actually hold the uh, the accent, and it's not the overly Cockney accent. You know, it's like all right, mate. No, name. that was real yeah. fun to do though. Yeah, that's like their like like their slang almost. It's like their, like how we have our slang. like, what's up, bruh. You know, yeah. pull up, pull up. You know, all that fucking hip hop oh, yeah, urban type slang. Like, sock hunt. Yeah, yeah, but over there <laughs> the really c word is saying. very normal. Yeah, it's like motherfucker out here yeah. is is an American thing, but c-word is
1: i used to be able to do australian but i'm not really good at that yeah. anymore i like no, australian no, see, see? yeah what's what up mate
0: <laughs> uh, i like when they go like oh what's up mate i gotta use the dunny you're gonna use the <laughs> dunny take a walk about mate yeah
1: <laughs> i've never heard that before. It's not bad no. the dunny ah i lost it
0: oh you had you know it what? Though.
1: i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do it again
0: When's your birthday
1: january 21st oh When's yours?
0: Twenty fifth. Oh my gosh. I'm the same day as Alicia Keys. (gasps) Fabulous. I feel like you'd be sensitive like me. Or you'd be cold hearted. (laughs) Are you I can be a cold hearted too, but I'm not though. I'm a very nice guy, but I'm a pushover because I'm very nice to everybody, people who don't deserve my niceness. Don't take my kindness for weakness because if you do me wrong, Kind isn't what you're going to remember about me. Absolutely. Right? That's happened quite a few times. I'm like that. Have you had to write people off as friends? Yeah. How did you do this year? Or like, you know, 2022? Yeah. Close friends or just yeah, acquaintances? Yeah, like
1: best friends. Yeah? Yeah. And it, it's for that exact reason. They thought that I was a pushover, which I'm not. Right. And they took me for granted.
0: Yeah. Took um, your kindness for weakness.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, that was their mistake.
0: Once it's done, it's done. You're not a give someone a second chance?
1: No. Well, I've been burned my whole life. So, like, that's just one of those things that you do it and then you give somebody a second chance and you learn you shouldn't have done that. And that's a mistake that you make over and over and over and over again. And I've stopped making that mistake. Yeah. So, I write people off pretty quickly. But that makes me sound like a bitch. I'm really not. I love people. I write people off quick as fuck. Yeah. Don't.
0: And, and I am a bitch. If you sweetness. do me, if you treat me like a bitch, I'm going to treat you like a bitch. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, not you, but, you know, obviously yeah. people who who just do that. And, yeah. they, and there's no consideration or regard mm-hmm. of like, can we talk? You know what's nowadays? It's when you have a disagreement with somebody, they just ghost you.
1: Well, that's the funny thing. And like, I'm not a fighter at all. Like, no I'm confrontation. Very, I'm very non-confrontational. Yeah. Which is not a sign of being a pushover. It's just a sign of whatever. This isn't worth it to me. If you want to be right, be right. I have to
0: care to engage. Yes. You know, I yeah. have to care to be confront you yes. about something. It has to re- I have to give a fuck. I get angry when people take advantage and take you for granted. And then there's no gratitude for it. That's Nine. the worst part. And, and it's like the,
1: everything you've ever done for them has yeah. just been instantly yeah. written it's, off. And
0: it's only the last thing you did for them. Yes. But it's like when you ask for the, the reciprocation in return, a little professional common courtesy, they get mad or they don't reply.
1: Right. And that's the thing. Like yeah. exactly everything you just said. It takes me a lot to fight with a right. friend. Right. And so if I'm doing it, it's to repair our friendship. Right. Um, because it it apparently has been nothing up until then mm. so if we're fighting i'm gonna fight for you and if you just ghost me then goodbye
0: yeah it's i hate the ghosting then, thing yeah
1: like you wasted my emotion yeah. you waste my energy my effort everything and zero gratification yeah okay then why would i want to repair this yeah movie? why would
0: i want to keep going yeah with this? so if
1: you come back later and yeah. you try to be my friend after
0: all that what are you thinking? Which I don't even like the term ghosting, Mary. Ghosts haunt people, yeah, meaning they, they do. linger they around, yeah. right? The ghosting—you're <laughs> vanishing, then you're, yeah. you're you're gone. They should call it
1: Houdiniing,
0: there like you we literally
1: go. just disappear.
0: Got him. So I I say that all the time. He pulled a Harry Houdini. That's the move, Harry Houdini. because I always yeah. say that. I never and are thought you were
1: like what, what? does that mean? Who's yeah. that?
0: Who's Houdini? And that's another thing when what? people, young people, are like, I don't know who that is. Ask fucking Alexa. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like st-
1: waiting for all of our stuff yeah. to go off. Like, Houdini yeah. is. Harry Houdini was a Hungarian-American escape artist, magic man, and stunt performer noted for his escape acts.
0: Have you been ghosted by a dude? Yes. Really? Yes.
1: And do you want to know why? Yes.
0: I was going to say, <laughs> how? Do you because- know why? Yes. <laughs> Usually you don't know why when you're ghosting. Okay,
1: it's it's a bit of a graphic story. Oh,
0: please. Go ahead.
1: I'm not going to say that just in case my mom listens. So I'm not going to say that part. But what I will say is I was a little bit too much for him.
0: Meaning too much. Wink, wink. I, I would concur with him on that. I mean, yeah, he's right. I'm a
1: fine girl. I don't know what to say. Right. But You're a also, 10
0: and he was used to threes. Oh, my
1: gosh. No. Right. Yeah,
0: what yeah, yeah. Come on. Let's just be honest about it. And it's nothing pervy on my... I have no agenda. Trust me. I can call it like I see it, like a referee.
1: Oh, I can tell you who's no. a beautiful woman. Angelina Jolie, Bella Hadid.
0: Bella Hadid. And? Yeah.
1: Rose McGowan, like oh, in yeah. Charmed Ears. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Gorgeous.
0: Can you do the New York accent? Let's talk about sure. our daughters and, to- and drink some coffee. You know, I always <laughs> say that coffee. to you. Remember, I go, easy ice, I would Mary.
1: love to talk about Rose McGowan and drink some coffee with you.
0: <laughs> and walk our dogs in Central Park. <laughs> and walk Park. our dogs. Yeah.
1: In sweater weather.
0: Can you do like a little girl voice? Yeah. Keep going. How are you, young Mary? What's going on? <laughs>
1: I'm good. (laughs) How old are are you? How
0: old are you, Little Mary?
1: I'm this many, but my mom says to say six. Okay,
0: so you're six years old. What's your favorite color? Purple. Purple? You like the color purple? Yeah, because it's
1: the color Barney.
0: Have you seen the color purple movie?
1: Uh, Is Barney in it? (laughs)
0: You're good. That's good. That's improv, improving. Um, improving. improvising, right? Is that improv?
1: Impriving. Is that improv? Improving in private? Yeah, that's a new one.
0: That's the remix. No, is that Ooh. what's known as improvising on the sure, spot? Sure, yeah. Do you do a lot of that in your theater acting? Where you have I do to- a
1: lot of that in everyday life.
0: Let's get back to the dating thing real okay, quick let's and then I'll wrap it up. I'm gonna you, wrap Christian. it up in like twenty minutes. There's so many questions in regards to the ghosting we talked about, dating, yes, right? Yeah. Being a young zelen. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even
1: finish that one. Please. The reason that he ghosted me yeah. was oh. because Christmas is his favorite holiday. And at the time, I wasn't big into Christmas, so I said, oh, I don't like Christmas. And he never called me back.
0: Are you serious? Wait, so he, this is the meat and potatoes guy? Yes. And so I wh- think
1: that was like I was a little bit too much for him. And then to top it off, I didn't like Christmas as much as he in did. In
0: other words, you were way too hot for him, <laughs> right? And and you didn't partake in the joy of Christmas as he did, which he what he likes watching Home Alone every year and, you know, going to Santa's Village. I guess. Shit like that. I don't
1: really know because I had to find that out through my best friend's ex boyfriend who was his ex roommate.
0: Jesus. That's a lot of work. That's
1: the only way that I found out why he stopped messaging me.
0: It's exhausting. Do you have any specific move? For me, women's body language always says it, right? Like the side hair flip is, I mean, like kryptonite to me. When women do the side, you know what I mean? When they yeah, flip I their hair over the I do that. <laughs> It's I can't handle it. I can't handle And when women know that I like that, along with the <laughs> leggings, they're like, they'll do the hair flip just to fuck with me. Knowing I'm not, we're not going to date, they know that I like that. And they're like, hi, <laughs> And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What's what is this? What do you do that ever on purpose to kind of just see how they well, react? I do
1: that all the time. Yeah, but you so do it out one's of just. That not fair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What I will do, I would say my move, mm-hmm. I guess, is like if we get really, really close, I'll make intense eye contact with you, and I don't know why it works, but sometimes it does. And cool. then like, oh my gosh, that's so funny, and like the little <sighs> the, little, the touch. little touch. Oh my god. Like. Christian stop it.
0: <laughs> ah, I'm about that to implode one. over here right now. I'm just gonna just spontaneously combust at any moment. Oh <laughs> And my then God.
1: like the little the little lip bite.
0: The lip bite. Yeah. I mean, what is So it's it? not
1: really lines that I say. It's I don't it's know.
0: body language. Yeah, it's the language. movement. Yeah, yeah. You know what I like too is the uh intimacy when you're you're dating a girl or you're getting close. Let's say you're in a bar and a club and you guys are talking, but you're close. You know, you have to get into each other's ear because the music's loud. Mm-hmm. And then in doing so, and I've gotten I've many a times DJing, this has happened, where girls come up, they request a song, and you're like, and being the DJ, what's that? And you Open your headphone, one ear, and you're like, oh, what, what, come closer. And as you're talking, they get closer. And then the male hand, me, finds the small of their back, right? Just where that little arch is at. Mm-hmm. And once that happens, we have ignition. Prepare for takeoff.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you that's know. like a very sensual place yeah, to touch somebody. It's very
0: scintillating. Yeah. yeah. See, do women like that though?
1: Depends on whose hand it is. I mean, but in
0: that setting that I just described to you, I think because... Is she
1: into you? It's always worked. When she did that, Mm -hmm. did she do the, like when she put her hair back and she's like, wait, what did you say? Yes. Yeah, then she liked it.
0: Have you ever been, okay, I'm going to just keep going a little bit longer. Just keep going. I'm having fun. Me too, I am too. This is really fun. Um,
1: I think 5 a.m. wrap up time. Yeah, the sun's coming up. Uh, The sun's coming up.
0: Don't you have to do a shift? I (laughs) swear, it's almost all, yeah. Um, As far as like, Yeah, your voiceover stuff, right? Let's get away from the the looks, okay? For for just a brief moment, as fantastic (laughs) as they are. Um, (laughs) The voiceover stuff, the accents, the North Carolina little twang. Has anybody ever offered you to do like a phone sex operator?
1: No! Wow, no, that would be so fun though.
0: Not a real phone sex operator, but just be casted as one. Minus the, the visual, you're just on the phone. No. And you're like, hey.
1: What's going on? You've called 1-800-FOOT-FETISH.
0: <laughs> that is the move. What is your take on OnlyFans as a woman? It seems like women are just dominating on this fucking site. I'm not, I've never subscribed. I'm Same. not going to pay.
1: I don't really know yeah. what it is. I, I, is that. it full on porn? No,
0: it's not full on porn. It's It's what you said. Remember how you walked up that foot fetish line right now, right? Ooh. It could be that. It could be, like, you have pretty hands, right? As a a woman, you have pretty hands, right? Men have hand fetishes. They have foot fetishes. And a lot of the women, they don't show their faces at all. It's just that particular niche, that fetish. Interesting. And even on the morning show with Big, they were talking about OnlyFans. And they were like, Natalia, the co-host, she was like, you could you could do an OnlyFans and just do your feet because she has cute feet. You know what I mean? Um. and it's like just do your feet. And what size shoe does she wear? I think they're you know like five or six something small yeah small feet are hot with the arches forget it (laughs) and the white toenails forget it forget it
1: white toenails Uh, like white toenail polish yes you've seen that right you've seen i I have it right now right
0: now oh my god
1: that's hilarious
0: i mean that is like the are they french tips or are they just white all the way through just white yeah, I mean
1: that's really funny.
0: White toenails on women with with the open toe heels—it's it's like kryptonite. It really is. I mean, a lot. Of, some men don't really care about that. I pay attention to the details, Miss Mary. It's not just about that booty and the boobs, okay? It's
1: about the toenails. It's about too. the
0: teeth for me. Like if you don't have nice yeah. teeth, not—I don't even really have that nice teeth. But I'm—I I cannot deal with.
1: Give us a smile. Pretty, nah, beautiful. They're bad,
0: they're bad. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> straight, I like, white,
1: clean. No,
0: not like yours. You have like piano teeth. Oh. Yeah. You have like that, those.
1: Like, you want to play on them? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you want to you want to play a tune? No, you have like the, the, the white keys on the teeth, you know, oh. on the piano. They're like that. And they're, Thank you. you look like you're uh, one of those, what do they call like the teeth model, you know, on like Crest commercials.
1: Thank you. That means a lot because, you over take care a pandemic, of your teeth. Yeah. pandemic, I straightened them. You did. Like I did Invisalign, because I hate my teeth. Really? I've, why? I feel like I've always just had like wiggly wonkly teeth. No,
0: they're beautiful. So thank you for saying no, that. And the Invisalign worked. <laughs> We've
1: always been an insecurity.
0: Oh, by the way, so what's your Instagram so we can tell the folks, the all 10 dudes listening to this?
1: It's, yep, that's Mary.
0: <laughs> Which is spelled Y-E-P underscore that's Mary.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So back to OnlyFans.
0: Oh, yeah. I want f- This please. is
1: why I don't have one, because... I just post everything on my Instagram. It's it's not a hundred percent PG, but it's not rated R no, either. Not at all. Not and at I all. feel like that's what OnlyFans is.
0: Well, it's like if it you're not doing full out right.
1: porn, you're just posting enough to get people's imagination going. Well, I already do that.
0: I've only gone on there to look at the website, but it's like you can't even get a preview or a, a tour. It's immediate. You have to sign up, and it's like twenty five bucks a month. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo. I have Netflix, which is almost oh the same price, and I'm good. You know, yeah, like Netflix I have, is so expensive now. Um, <laughs> it was fantastic sitting here with you.
1: Yes, it and was. And having
0: my first sit down interview slash convo with Mary Amerson. That's I said Mary. it right. Yeah, That's you did. That's Mary, right? Okay. Okay. Let's sum up with this. We covered the Priscillas where you're from originally, your origins back in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. moving to Los Angeles. But I never got to really ask you in regards to like the movies or the acting in general, how do you memorize lines? What's your process?
1: I read them over and over and over again to myself and then give it to my friend and I'll say, take this, I'm done with it. And then have them like say it back to me and hopefully I have it at that point repetition i guess
0: okay so you you learn by repetition
1: i played romeo and juliet i didn't play romeo i played juliet
0: you'd be a really hot romeo <laughs> i'll tell you that much mm-hmm. go ahead
1: and you have to rehearse that forever i know that's shakespeare yeah like you have to in your bones know those lines right and then i'd say like two months after the production instantly forgot and i was like i'm gonna remember this forever Mm. like this is a part of me now i know these lines as well as i know my middle name yeah yeah
0: nope nope in closing to wrap this podcast up i'd like to ask you is there any you know words of wisdom to other people that are trying to get into the acting field somebody right now in the country Working at a Priscilla's type of coffee Mm -hmm. shop or whatever other service industry, you know, running into dead ends or getting fucking pervy photographers trying to shoot them. (laughs) What do you advise them?
1: I think that's a great question. Thank you. Um, Everybody is going to say, don't give up. Mm -hmm. So obviously that, but I'm also going to say, find a day job that pays your rent that you love. It's something you have to do every day why not love what you do i mean being as an actress you're rejected always right so why not love what you do in an already hard job industry world right like why not be happy in your day-to-day we all have to make money make it with a smile and continue to pursue your careers
0: well said (laughs) all right look we covered a lot. Uh, the acting is, is something I hope that you keep pursuing, Miss Mary, yeah. because I think you're going to be on the big screen one day and at, at the very least be on some TV show, whether it's on network or or Netflix. I think I'm going to catch you on something. I'm going to be like, "Man, I interviewed her once." Anything else you want to touch on or uh, close up with? I, I feel like uh Save
1: it for next. Yeah,
0: let's time. save it for next time. I think I've <laughs> drained you of all conversation. I've kept you here for 17,000 hours. <laughs> and,
1: and it was the best 17,000 hours of my life.
0: You will be the first woman to have ever said that. Ladies and gentlemen, Mary Amerson <laughs> on the Sketch-O-Matic Show podcast. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. I'll see you at Priscilla's. Bye. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The
1: sketch Show. Yeah, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, S.A.
0: Okay, bye. What?